I'm gonna tell you something, teacher to teacher. Okay. And it's something that took me a long time to learn. Just because kids can grasp the words doesn't mean they're ready for the concepts. Yes. So it's not a question of appropriate versus inappropriate, but rather, what are we gaining from having them read this book now? I think they're gonna gain a unique understanding of how Jewish men, particularly in their 20s, are this just very specific mix of sexual bravado and extreme self-hatred, and it can be really destructive to the girls they choose to fuck. Yeah, okay, so maybe it is a question of inappropriate. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 2. Overall, this is Episode 44, and it is titled Good Man. It is directed by Lena Dunham, written by Jenny Connor and Lena Dunham. The original air date was February 28th, 2016, to an audience of 533,000 people, 0.533 million. That's a little bit of an uptick from the last episode. Yeah. But still not still not getting to those highs of, you know, season two or three where they're, yeah. you know, like upper upper eights kind of hovering around the seven million, seven hundred thousand. I'll say like half a million now at the time period that this is in it's still it's pretty good like when it was first the first season you're like okay that's low because of the time but i feel like you know pulling half a million in one yeah and this might have been when this might have been when like hbo go and stuff was getting popular you can just kind of stream them whenever you want yeah when did the show end 2017 i think so so this is 2016 right here that's that's pretty good mm-hmm. that's pretty good numbers if you pull in half a mil i mean it's not great great but viable for tv it's it's enough for to keep you on tv without getting canceled you know i mean especially on hbo they're not expecting major numbers like cbs with ncis and all that stuff so i mean if if you got people subscribing just for this show then that's a win yeah so uh Let's get into this. Uh, this is a Marnie and Shoshana list episode. It's Jessa heavy, Hannah heavy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, should we do Jessa's story first? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do Jessa and then go into Elijah and then blend that into? How do you want to do it? Uh. I think Jessa and then Hannah with a little bit of sprinkling of Elijah and Ray in there. Okay. All right. So Jessa is in AA. That's the first we see of her in this episode. And she uh, turns her head and Adam is there. And she's kind of like, oh, shit, Adam's here. Does that look away thing like, oh, if if I act like he didn't, I didn't see him, he won't talk to me. And uh, that is not what happened, if you know anything about Adam. He uh, is very forthcoming about his feelings about stuff and wanting to talk about things. So after the AA meeting is over, Jess is about to leave, leave out through the back door. And Adam comes up behind her and grabs her and kind of startles her. And she's like, Jesus Christ, I thought you were a murderer. It's like, murderer in this AA meeting? Like, 
So Adam basically wants to talk about the kiss. He goes up to Jess and he's like, hey, we need to talk about what happened. And Jess is trying to avoid it. She's being like, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't have even done that. I think it was stupid that we did that. And Adam's like, why? And she's like, well, because Hannah, you know, she's my friend. And Adam's like, well, she doesn't want to be with me anymore. So we're in the clear. And she's like, no, but kind of like girl code type of shit where it's like, you don't hook up with your exes, your friend's ex. But Adam is kind of uh, adamant about pursuing Jessa, it seems. Yeah, well, she's well, she says uh, there's a couple good lines there. He's like, you're hiding behind your accent. And then she yeah. says she doesn't want to be shitty anymore or doing shitty stuff. That phase is over. Um, the thing we we kind of skipped over Adam's first scene with his sister, which I feel like we oh, need right, to do right, that right, right, or right, else right. we're never going to get back to that. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, totally spaced on that one. But uh, the thing that really is interesting here is like Adam is still in his giggly phase. Like they're at AA and he like does a cutesy little wave to her, which is so mm-hmm. weird, you know? Like, it's just so out of character for him. Yeah, especially for four seasons of us looking at Adam being this kind of brooding, dark-ish, but also kind of a a weird goofball, but not like a silly goofball. You know what I mean? And we've seen him in relationships with other women besides Hannah, too, at this point. And he's never been like that, you know? Yeah, but... Yeah, to get to your point about uh, the first scene with Adam, he's with uh, his sister Caroline, who is breastfeeding her baby in her and Laird's apartment. But I was majorly confused because their apartment looks and it's laid out exactly like Hannah's apartment. Yeah, I mean, it's the same it building. Looks, <laughs> but it, it looks exactly like Hannah's apartment. It looks like they just kind of redressed Hannah's apartment to make it Laird's apartment. Uh, uh- pretty much 100% sure that's exactly what they did. <laughs> or yeah. or maybe not. Maybe they built another set for it just because, you know, Hannah's apartment is going to stay Hannah's apartment. So, mm-hmm. but. So, Caroline is breastfeeding in front of Adam, which is a little odd. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, she's talking about a bunch of bullshit, really. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Breastfeeding in public or around people isn't as odd isn't so odd it's the fact that it's her brother that's doing it yeah like yeah that's what it was yeah we get a lot of uh boobs popping out in this episode i know yeah uh so eventually she goes and gives the baby over to adam and adam's kind of like scared of it he doesn't know how to hold it and caroline's like i'm gonna go take a shit give me 40 minutes laird don't touch the door for 40 minutes and he's like, yes, dear. So she's going to, I mean, 40 minutes. That's a, that's a good solid shit. I mean, God, what did she eat? <laughs> like I've had diarrhea and I haven't been on the toilet for 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm just surprised she didn't take a cell phone with her. I don't know what she's going to do in there. Yeah. Just read every instruction. Yeah. Read every instruction on the back of every shampoo bottle. Yeah. That was the old school way, pre-cell phone. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I learned so much about how to wash my hair just taking long poops. Like, oh, rinse and repeat. Okay. You ever notice that like, if you don't take your cell phone with you to take a poop, uh, how quickly you poop? <laughs> yeah, you're just trying <laughs> to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just like, this is like solitary confinement. Yep. I got to get out of here. <laughs> 
So she goes to take a shit for 40 minutes and uh, Adam is kind of playing with the baby. Laird walks over and he's like, yeah, you know, lady's got to have her time. And Adam's like, you have any time? And Laird's like, oh, no, I don't deserve time. <laughs> I didn't have to push a baby through a hole that's right next to my pee hole. And Adam's like, oh, yeah, that sounds rough. And so Laird kind of is looking at Adam and he's like, you know what? You should have one. He's doing the thing that people that have kids immediately do. For some reason, yep. they want everyone else to have kids. I I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get when there's like, you have a kid? Like, you should have a kid too. You should have, like, yeah. It's like if you bought like a PlayStation, you're like, no, you get a PlayStation too. It's like, not like. It, well, I could see the same logic there. Because if you want to, if you both have PlayStations, you can play yeah, online that, together. That and if makes you both sense. have kids, you can. You can play with uh, the kids together. But it doesn't even matter if the person's in the same state as you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll yeah, just still be like that's true. every person you talk to. That's kidless. Yeah, so Laird is like, uh, you should have a baby. And Adam's like, maybe I will. And then Laird is like, oh, do you have anything going on in the love department? And Adam is like, uh, actually, have you ever been... Uh, you ever been in a situation where you have feelings for somebody, but it's kind of complicated and you can't really bring it up? And Laird's like, oh, oh yeah, buddy, you're talking to the king of that. Uh, namely with Hannah Horvath. And I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, we were, it was just like a weird timing thing. Like we were supposed to, you know, maybe be together. But then she told me that she had to have a vagina surgery. So bad timing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like Which I is, look when he says when he hears that, it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was definitely a lie, I feel, that Hannah made up to avoid Laird. But Laird already knew that she was making that stuff up. Like, in previous episodes, he was not under the impression that she was just like, oh, it didn't work out. Like, he knew he was being used. Yeah. Like, he's called her out for I that. I like Laird a lot, but I don't know what to make of him. Like, is he stupid or, like, hates himself or just sad? Like... Yeah, it's. I think he's just trying to do the best he can with being like in his hippie phase, his hippieish phase, but also like just being a former addict. Like, I feel like he's just like any day I'm not relapsing is is like good. But he's not like a he's not like in the Jessa phase of where they like, oh my god, if I relapse, everything goes to shit. Like, he just I don't. We don't know what he is like if he's like fully. Like on drugs. And he's just a nice, he's a genuinely nice person. So I think he just gets walked on a lot. Yeah, he seems really good hearted, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but definitely a pushover when he's like, yeah. I don't deserve time. I was like, geez, all right, man. It's kind of the Caroline. It's kind of the perfect balance with him and Caroline, though. Like not for him, like being there, but like if you put those into one person, you get like a nice like person mm -hmm. that can stand up for themselves, but also has empathy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then that that was the scene that preceded the AA scene. Mm -hmm. So sorry to flip that on everybody. Sorry about that. I had a little bit of a space cadet moment. You just, just wanted then. to dive straight into that Adam Jessa rom com. Yeah, because uh, I, you know, I was basically right. It seems like that. But Adam, at the end of that AA scene, they basically kind of conclude that. Adam is pushing for them going out, but Jess is saying no. And then Adam's kind of like, well, what if we're uh, 
What if we're like uh, friends and I can just follow you around and stuff? And Jess is like, oh, okay, but we're just friends. It's like, I know. Just like hook up already. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you know you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Adam even calls it out. He's like, I know you have feelings for me. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Yeah. I don't know. She's like, I just I don't can't. know where these feelings came from. We're missing six months of time, yeah. so who knows what could have happened between uh, then and now. Yeah. So uh, Jess is like, I have a really busy day, and you can tag along, but we're just friends. And Adam's like, cool, all right. So they go to, it looks like uh, Coney Island. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly where. Like, I wanted to say it was Coney Island, but it didn't fully look like it. And I don't know. It wasn't that... Uh... It didn't look like that Italian festival that happens every summer in Williamsburg. Um, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it. I don't know what it was exactly. Where exactly? It, it looked like some kind of carnival yeah. pier situation. Yeah, I'm gonna say Coney Island. Just Could you see that's water? The only place. No. Yeah, and it seemed like there was a Ferris wheel that didn't look like it was in a place where I don't know, but there is some type yeah, of mean, carnival fair type place. I mean, that Ferris wheel was enormous. Yeah. And it, it like, there was a shot of it in the background. It kind of took up a lot of yeah. the skyline. So that's what made me think, you know, maybe Coney Island. But I don't think Coney Island has that in that placement. I don't know. That could be. Well, they're at some kind of carnival. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. Uh, and Adam calls her out immediately. He's like, oh, you had such a fucking busy day. You're going to a carnival. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, nice, uh, busy plans, freak. Yeah. So she goes up to a carny type guy who is like either, I don't know, the best way to describe him is that he is just a carny. Like he is a man of all carnival tricks. He's a magician running a booth, it seems. Yeah. And yeah, so, I don't know. Like he's the greatest showman. Yeah, seems. yeah, yeah. So she goes up to him and he's like doing his carnival bark, carnival barking type stuff. And she's like, I forget the guy's name, but she's like, Harold, where is my $30? Mm -hmm. And he's like, Jessa, we've been through this. And it's like, what is the history between these two people? I really thought she had like a freelance therapist gig and this guy was skipping out on something. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, private okay. therapy lessons. I was like, oh, we're going to learn about what Hannah's doing. And she's just going to go around trying to collect money from her deadbeat patients, right? Yeah. Or like clients. And I was like, oh, okay. That'll be interesting. But to me, it seemed like she was mad that she got conned out of $30 by this guy or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I have a busy day. I got to get my money back from this con man carny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the, Adam's just along for the ride. The weirdest part is that Adam is giddy and laughing at this guy's jokes like like a school kid <laughs> yeah he's loving he's loving this dude's like magic tricks and jokes you want and a mint he government does... and he's got a dollar under or something like yeah. and then he puts like a screwdriver in his nose and he's like <laughs> yeah like i'm like who is very this? odd who is this guy yeah and this is like intercut with uh, like kind of a montage of Adam and Jessa playing a bunch of carnival games. Adam freaking out when he's not winning. No, that's the Adam I know. <laughs> Screaming exactly. in front of kids because he can't Screaming win. Screaming in front of kids about losing. The goldfish <laughs> toss ball in the goldfish bowl or whatever. 
and he and Jess are being so cutesy together. Adam's like holding stuff for her and they're 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 lady in the tramping a sandwich. I hated that part. I was like, what a waste yeah, of that too. sandwich. <laughs> yeah. That sandwich is impossible to eat like that. So it's just there for like that rom com cuteness. Yeah, and Jess is like trying to feed it to him, but she's stuffing it in his face so hard <laughs> the that balls it... are falling out of it. It's a mess. Yeah, it was gross. It was nasty. <laughs> it was it wasn't cute. It wasn't. It wasn't no, like oh, it was. I mean if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I have an issue with watching people eat uh, on camera. And this might have been, this might have taken the cake just because it was like violent. Like Jess is like shoving that sandwich and she's also eating it herself. It's all over her hands. It's kind of like she's smearing it on Adam's face at a certain point. I, I was thinking about the person that just sold that to him. That's like right in the background. And he's, and that person's like, great i get to sell them another sandwich because they just wasted this one <laughs> like yeah that's the other thing like what an awkward position for that guy to be in like they didn't walk away from the stand no. at all they just start lady and the tramping it immediately and then shoving it into each other's face yeah. seemingly so nasty but they're they're falling in love oh yeah so yeah they have a good quote-unquote friend date act the carnival pier and adam won her a goldfish it looks like mm -hmm. and uh we do find out later on in the next scene with adam and jessa that it was a goldfish and adam is just tossing it around haphazardly throwing it up in the air and catching it and i was like what a fucking psychopath and i'm like that's the adam we know <laughs> that he's was a there. very adam he's thing. still there he's still in there yeah, so he's throwing it around, and Jess is like, all right, this is where I let off. And I was like, all right, I'm going to kiss you goodbye. And she's like, no, we're not kissing. We're just friends. And then he's like, all right, well, here, take your goldfish. And the goldfish is dead, obviously. Mm -hmm. And Jess is like, dude, this is exactly why we can't date. You've been throwing this fucking fish around like an idiot since we got it. And I thought that was hilarious because yeah, she says it was like she says I would destroy you and you would destroy me and we would destroy each other. And like something yeah, like the only way something like the that. only way that this would end up is with you in a body bag and me pregnant on my way to Mexico. Yeah, they've been referencing Jessa getting pregnant so much that she's got to have a baby by the end of this show because like she wanted to have Ace's baby the beginning of yeah. this episode. Adam's like, well, maybe I'll have one. You know, it's like, okay. And now she's referencing again being pregnant at a border. Like she is, I'm, it, 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 it's there. I mean, even th way throwback to season oh, one, I, oh, yeah. when she had, she had that conversation with Hannah about how she wants to have kids with members of every race or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah. And then that's, but and she didn't go to the abortion, but then she yeah, didn't yeah, have, yeah. but then she wasn't pregnant. Yeah. So this leads to my absolute favorite moment in this episode is after Adam has been tossing around this thing and Jess is like, look, you idiot, you killed it. Adam just takes the goldfish and just throws it on the ground. <laughs> he's like, oh, man, it's dead. Just like throws it like a candy wrapper, like he's littering. And you hear it splat and break open like yeah. a water balloon. <laughs> what? And you're just like, that is the weirdest thing you can do in front of someone you're trying to hook up with. Yeah, that seemed like 
it also didn't fit the overall tone of this show at all. Like that seemed like something from like a Tim and Eric sketch or something. But but like Adam is aggressive, but he's not like heartless. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, like he because even when he notices it's dead, he's like, oh, it's dead. You know, like he seems like I mean he's like of mice and mending it where he doesn't like he's linear mice yeah. again where he can't understand that things die but yeah i don't under <laughs> it's like, dude when i saw him tossing it around i was like what the fuck is this and uh yeah and then he just tosses it over his shoulder like all right that's done yeah it was so weird it should have had that like stock like yeah. like shit breaking yeah. and <laughs> like the cat the cat the breaking. cat scream knocking over a trash can <laughs> yeah. 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 just all, all those sounds exactly um so they come to the conclusion like yeah okay well we can be friends and we can never touch and then they're like so we can never touch but can we and that's kind of like a smash cut to them masturbating next to each other. Yeah. And then they're like, don't look, don't look. And then they're like, it's, it's not a part of the rules. And they're just like fapping it they, next to each they other. They go hard on the sound effects here too. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam's kind of like trying to sneak a peek. And Jess is like, stop looking. And then Adam's like, fuck this, new rules. And then they're like staring into each other's eyes as they're mutually masturbating. At that point, they might as well have sex. Because that's just I as bad. Know. That's just as bad. There's no like, oh, we uh, masturbated next to each other. Hannah is cool. Yeah. <laughs> like you might as well just. Like Hannah's going to be cool. Like, no, we, we set boundaries, Hannah. Yeah. We didn't want you to be upset. So we just masturbate in front of each other. Yeah. And Hannah's like, oh, cool. Yeah, no, that's fine. But maybe she <laughs> will be fine with it as we see something. I mean. Early I mean, Hannah's episode. got a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going on in this episode. Yeah. So that's kind of where Jessa and Adam's story ends. Do uh, you have anything else to add on that? Um, masturbating next to each other while looking at each other is the last note I have on them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Would you ever do that? Uh, not, uh, not wanting to. No. <laughs> Wouldn't be on my wait, list. What's, of, wait, what's a situ? What, wouldn't be what's a situation where you'd be forced to do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I would not. That would not be my thing. Like, let's do that. That's fine. Yeah, when I heard stories of like dudes just whipping their dicks out and like, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? I don't get it. Like, that's. I, I mean, mean, it's the it's the There's something CK. for everybody. It's CK. Yeah, there's something for everybody, I guess, and people are into different things, but I just do not get that one. I would be so self-conscious about about it. It's just... It doesn't seem know. like it would be enjoyable for the other person. Yeah. Or for you. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like it defeats the whole purpose of it. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah, no one can even have fun at that point. Like, you're better yeah, off if you guys the... just went separate places and did that. <laughs> it's yeah. just like... It's defeating the purpose of being in the same room as this person, yeah. you know. But uh, and, oh, and just think about like when you're done. Like, what's the what's the finish there? Like, he just like cleans up and walks away. Yeah, and, like one person finishes before the other, and they're just like, "All right, come on." Yeah, looking at their watch. Yeah, he's just like, uh, "Should we order <laughs> food?" Like, what? Like, what do you do after that? <laughs> should we uh, postmate something yeah. uh, while you finish up? <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, it works for the comedic jump and beat, but like, come on, just just hook up already, too. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Hannah's thing uh, here. So at the very start of the episode, Hannah's sleeping over at Fran's place, and she hears some rustling going on in the apartment, mm-hmm. and Hannah assumes uh, that it is a robber. There's somebody infiltrating their space. And so she's waking Fran up, doing the typical like uh, 1980s sitcom thing of like, hey, there's a bump in the night. Wake you up. Wake the man up. You go check it. You get killed. So Once you get killed, then they come in and kill me. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the like Bill Burr has that joke. He's like, every time I got every time there's a bump in the night, I gotta check it out. Like, yes, he does have a knife, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bill Burr Bill Burr has to be like an honorary member of this podcast because he gets brought up way too much. <laughs> I know. I I always quote him on this yeah. show. Um, but anyway, so Fran goes to check it out, and it seems like it's. Is it his roommate? I, I, think, I think it's his it's roommate, roommate, right? Yeah. So it's his roommate, Jacob, who is kind of having a, a, a meltdown, it looks like. He's sweating. He's drawing an outline of his body on the floor mm-hmm. and panting. And Fran is kind of like, hey, buddy, what's what's up? What's going on here? And he's like, I've been noticing changes in my body and I'm growing. And I don't think that I should be growing or... I don't know. Something's not right. And he's like pulling his skin. He's like, this skin shouldn't be here. I don't know what's happening to me. And Hannah just kind of looks at Fran and whispers. She's like, all right, this guy's crazy. Let's just go back to bed. And then Jacob freaks out even more because she he's like, what the fuck did your bitch say about me? Yeah. And Fran's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't use that kind of language. And he's like, no, this bitch, she fucking called me crazy. I'm not fucking crazy. Uh, I, blah, blah, blah. And he's freaking out. If I was Hannah, and Hannah stays in the room, at this point, if I was Hannah, I would have left the room. There are so many things weird about this scene. Like, is there, like, a, a wall of beer cans behind them, too, like, that are stacked yeah. up? Like, is that their roommate steal, where they just pound beers and stack them up? Because that doesn't seem, that seems like, seems like something that Fran wouldn't do, but also could do, you know? Yeah. Um, he, it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what this guy Jacob is capable of and what he's been doing since he's been freaking out because he's having a really like his mind is broken can, in this scene. Can I just say one? I don't know why we have this scene. Like, <laughs> honestly, we could have just had the next scene of them eating bagels and just being like, yeah, my roommate's acting weird. I, you, you sure I can stay over here? And you're done. Yeah, thanks for letting me stay. My roommate's being a real weirdo. Yeah, or they're fuming. Like anything that, if you need to push them into the place together, it's a way to do it. Yeah. They could already just be living together because it's been a six-month jump. We have never yeah. known about this roommate. Um, but whatever. Yeah. It's weird that she freaks out that something, someone's robbing them or something when they have a roommate. Like yeah. when you have roommates and you hear noise, you don't assume... You just assume roommate normally. I will say this. This is a story from back when I lived in New York and I had a roommate and I had a girlfriend at the time and my girlfriend couldn't, was having a hard time sleeping or something. So she went out into the living room and she was watching TV and she heard a rustling on our window because we were on the first floor Mm -hmm. and she heard something like rustling the window and she looked over and she saw hands trying to like get into the window. So she ran into 
the bedroom is like, oh my God, Joe, someone's trying to break into your apartment. Joe, someone's calling, someone's trying to break in through the window. And I was like, are you sure? Because I was asleep and I woke up. Are you sure? She's like, yeah, I, I saw it. I saw hands. Something's going on. So I locked the bedroom door. I called the cops and I was like, somebody's trying to break into my apartment. Um, then a couple minutes go by and the cops come and they call my phone and they're like, hey, we're here. Uh, actually, actually, no, that's not the order of events. So before the cops call, I sneak out of my bedroom and i have you know a weapon i have like a little knife or something or a baseball bat. are you are you retelling this story so you look more heroic now <laughs> no, no 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 i i definitely had some kind of something because i always sleep with you know you know how you sleep with like a a baseball bat or a, my sister got me this knife from morocco that i always have next to my bed just in case some shit goes down i don't know yeah do you not have that i don't i don't have that I have, uh, you know, I mentally like think, oh, if something happens, what, I, what would I grab? But I don't have like a, a Moroccan knife or a Louisville slugger. Yeah. So I grabbed something. I don't remember what, but I go out into the into the uh, living room and I look outside and it is my roommate who is trying to get in. And I was like, oh, my God. God damn it. So I opened the door and I let him in and he was, it was like, he was drunk and he f lost his keys. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to get in. And right as he's coming in, the cops show up and they're like, what's going on here? I heard there was a report of something, somebody trying to break in. And, uh, I was like, Oh no, it was my roommate. He was drunk. He forgot his keys. My girlfriend kind of, uh, assumed that it was a robber, but like, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. So she, the cops leave and my roommate's like, I can't believe you. You fucking called the cops on me? And I was like, bro, I didn't know it was you. Like, my girlfriend came in and said that somebody was trying to break in, which you were trying to do. He was trying to break in through the window. And, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, I, I don't know. And he never let that go. He was like, I can't believe you fucking called the cops on me. Yeah. I mean, and, like, not in, a, not in, like, a jokey, funny way. He's like, I can't believe you called the cops on me. Yeah, like, dude, fucking. I mean, go fuck yourself. I don't know. I just figure like when you have roommates, it's one of those like things where you hear like a noise and you're like, okay, is that something or is it not? Yeah, because when they come out, Hannah's like, oh, thank God, it's just Jacob. Yeah. So she knew that he had a roommate. Yeah, exactly. And he he's not making that much noise for New York roommate that is crazy artist for me. Yeah. <laughs> like it didn't yeah. seem like he was. It didn't seem like he was running. Like, I've seen crazy people in this show. Like, mm -hmm. that to me was like, all right, just go back to bed. Can you keep it down a little bit? <laughs> like, yeah. And and we don't have any backstory. We don't know this thing. Another thing that got me that I thought was weird is that Hannah calls him crazy to a point where he can hear that. You yeah. don't call someone who's acting crazy or having like a breakdown crazy. She of all yeah. people should know that. Like, yeah, dude. That's why it didn't make any sense. And after she calls him crazy, he really starts to take some menacing steps towards her. And I was like, oh, Jesus, like, this is getting really ugly. And I just didn't know why Hannah stayed in the room. Like, I would have left. I would have, if I was Hannah, I would have been behind Fran. I've been like, hey, protect me. I love the fact that. 
<laughs> he like knocks over the chair or something there and she like goes ah oh, and and clings the friend and she's like are you okay he's like it all it didn't hit me but it could have and then he just yeah, rolls yeah, his was... eyes and i'm like he's the perfect <laughs> he has the perfect reactions to her nonsense every time yeah <laughs> like, like that was such a good moment I'm glad that you remembered that because that was fucking hilarious. Just the, just the it, it look on his touch face. me, but it could have. It's <laughs> the look on his face, like oh god. <laughs> so uh, then Jacob starts yelling about why is Hannah here, and he can see her bush, and he doesn't want to see her bush. And then Hannah's like, "You don't want to see my bush? Fine, I'll cover my bush." And she covers her bush, and her titty pops out. Yeah, she's just wearing the oversized T-shirt only situation. Yeah, why would you go out of the room? If you think of Robert's there, you're going to at least put on like some shorts or something. Yeah. That's why they say you should never sleep naked because, you know, a robber comes in. You don't want to be fighting him naked or like a fire. You don't want to have to run out of your uh, you know, apartment naked or whatever. But it's like it's not that hard to grab something and just pull it on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so that leads to... uh it appears that Fran is now staying with Hannah for the time being. Uh, not only Hannah, but Hannah and Elijah, mm -hmm. who I forgot lives with Hannah. Uh, if Hannah's there, Elijah's there. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just the scene. So, yeah. So, Fran is kind of like, hey, thanks for letting me stay over. Um, I, you know, Jacob, I didn't realize he was, like, off his meds, but he's acting real fucking wild. And Hannah's like, well, you don't have to worry about that here. Elijah's never violent except for when he's drunk. And then Elijah pops out of his room. Yeah. And, Rocking uh, his tidy whities but not white tidy whities but Yeah, striped tidy yeah. whities And he saunters over and he's like, the only rule of this house is you got to keep the fridge stocked with LaCroix or he, Kmart brand seltzer. Yeah, I was like, is Kmart brand seltzer a specific type of seltzer? Well, he even says like, where to specifically get the Kmart brand seltzer. And I was like, why do you have he to go to that which, specific? Which one do you say? I forget what where he said, but it's like he doesn't. It's a very specific Kmart that you have to go to to get the seltzer. The only one I know of is like the one at Astor Place. There's a Kmart in, uh, I think it was on 34th Street, too. Mm, probably, yeah. Um, I do like by Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I remember that. Um, but this, it wasn't either of those. It was someone that's kind of in, it seemed like a far Brooklyn or far Queens yeah. or something. So then, uh, they're like, all right, we got to go to work. And Fran gets up, Hannah gets up. And then Elijah's like, all right, I'll miss you. Grabs Hannah. And then the, Hannah and Elijah like passionately kiss for like a good five, five to eight seconds. It's an embrace and a kiss and yeah. they're still embraced. It wasn't like a, a peck on the lips and like I'm out. It was like a hug and like, yeah, like you said, five second like swooch. <laughs> like, yeah. And Fran's standing there like, what the, f what's happening? Yeah. And then they un unkiss and they both look at Fran and they're like, what, we're not supposed to do this just because you're around? And Fran's like, I kind of would like that. And then Elijah's like, well, get used to it, buddy, unless you want to get in on this. Uh, this is what goes down here. And I was just like, what a fucking well, they weird say, relationship. They say it took us a long time to get to this point. 
<laughs> like they're just still embraced talking to him. And Hannah's it's like, so no, weird. that's not what I meant. Like when he tries to like imply the three something. Um, yeah. But we skipped over the fact that Elijah oh, says yes, ill about the jobs. And then they're like, uh, don't look at us like that. It's a job. You should try having one. And he's like, I do. I work at Ray's. Another person working at Ray's all of a sudden. Ray, I love it. Ray just employs these. And they're such bad employees. I know. When is Ray going to, like, for as smart and likable as, as I think Ray is, he keeps making terrible employee decisions. Not a savvy businessman. No. Yeah, as soon as Elijah's like, I will have a job. I work at Ray's. We're gonna, I was like, we're going to need Shoshana to come back and co-run this coffee shop and market it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> good Lord. So then we get to um, Elijah at Ray's, right? Um, or is this where Hannah's teaching? Where were we? Hannah. Uh, yeah, I think we go Elijah at Ray's. Yeah. So, so Elijah's working at Ray's and they're kind of peering out the window from the front counter. It's a dead store. There's nobody in there. And what had happened was a new coffee shop has opened up across the street that is taking all of Ray's customers. It's called Helvetica, right? Yeah. And once I saw that, I was like, is that a real coffee? Like, because we see that before we see inside his, I was like, is that a real coffee shop? And I was like, that is definitely like a very hipsterous name for, yeah. for a coffee shop. Uh, it seems like a real place, though. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. But, uh, and Ray calls it out for like mm-hmm. what, what place names himself after a font. Yeah, and Elijah's kind of like, I mean, yeah, it sucks that they're taking our business, but uh, damn, that coffee is good. And yeah. he's drinking a coffee from Helvetica. Yeah. And Ray's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You can't just you can't drink their coffee. You're fraternizing with the enemy. Yeah. And Elijah's like, well, it's just good coffee. I fucking... So Ray's got an issue with it because not only are they stealing his customers and it's a competition, but Helvetica, for some reason, doesn't give their customers lids. Mm-hmm. So all of the customers from Helvetica are coming over across the street to Ray's and stealing Ray's lids. Mm-hmm. And he's pissed about it. Yeah. With good reason, I think. It's kind of douchey. I'm going to say it's douchey that the customers are stealing his lids. Yeah. But that's not Helvetica's fault. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that doesn't... He can't... He he can move the lid somewhere else. He can keep them behind the countertop. He can do yeah. a lot to prevent them from taking his lids. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... He like... could himself stop giving them lids. <laughs> yeah. Or be like, would you like a lid? Yeah. With every purchase. Um, Here's a question. Would you yeah. rather have a coffee shop would you rather have a coffee shop named helvetica or a coffee shop named ray's coffee definitely ray's okay definitely i feel like helvetica would draw more people in that will buy expensive coffee than ray's which unless you're trying to be ironic with all the ray's pizzas ray's coffee just seems (laughs) weird I don't know. Like, name but, a coffee. I mean, name a coffee. How many coffee shops do you know that are like named after, like? Yeah, that's person. true. Yeah, you're right. Like all the places that I go to out here are not named after a person. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's something. See, like my favorite places are you know diners, 
And something about Rays seems like very dinery and kind of old school to me. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's a diner, though. Like you're walking into a coffee shop. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not. But, you know, there's a place in L.A. called Alcove that I go to. But it's like a fancy kind of hipstery coffee place. And it's very, I don't know, it's bougie kind of. I think it's, for me, Alcove has the appearance of bouginess, but it's not really bougie. Like, if you want to get bougie, you got to go, like, West Hollywood and stuff in those coffee shops. Like, this this one has, like, oh, yes, outdoor seating and it's like a little brick outside. It's really nice. But it's when you get in there, you're like, oh, it's actually just a small little place. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the coffee places that I would go to are Alcove, Coffee Commissary, and maybe there's a place by where I live called Republic of Pie, but nobody, no named places. But I would go. I also don't fucking go to places based on their name. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, like, which one would draw it? Like, if you, I could just see, like, just walking by. If you... Like in Los Feliz, you have to choose the coffee shop because there's like 50 of them in like two blocks. So yeah. like, you have a, you have to have a loyalty. What do you I have, don't have a loyalty? A, well, I like Blue Bottle, which is there, but I don't really have a loyalty for sure. Like if I go to Alcove, it's because I'm going to actually be there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, fun little fact for everyone listening: Alcove is the place where Vance and I came up with the idea for this podcast. Oh, yeah, that is true. So thanks, Alcove. Yeah. Thanks, Alcove. Thanks for fueling Shout us. Shout out. If you're in the LA area and you want some coffee and a good place to hang, also kind of a good date spot, Alcove, I highly recommend. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I It's a great place to have meetings. Uh, they have outdoor seating right now, so it's good mm-hmm. for this time period. And uh, yeah, it's mostly outdoor seating. So Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Alcove. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would go to Ray's, I think. Over Helvetica. I do like a lid. I do like a lid. Yeah. Protect the mouth. I will say this. I will um, sit inside of Ray's if I was getting a coffee to go. Helvetica would be like that pop in, get a coffee, but also without the lid, it's a little tricky. See, I feel like Ray's would be better to pop in because there's nobody there because Helvetica is stealing all the customers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not about to... Like, I I go to... You know, I'll go to places and, you know, you just see these long ass lines outside of places for coffee. And it's like 10 to 20 people deep just waiting for coffee. Those have to be those poor of our only places because of poor yeah. of our oh, takes a You know, it's a, you know, a good uh, coffee place in North Hollywood is Boulevard Cafecito. I think it's kind of a chain. Mm-hmm. But uh, welcome to Coffee Talk yeah. with Vance and Joe. Yeah. We're just trying to plug spinoff podcasts right now since we're coming yeah. to. Really yeah, quick. we're going to the next after boys watching girls is over. It's going to be boys drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coffee uh, review place. Um, so anyway, get back to the regularly scheduled program after they establish that Ray is pissed about the lids and doesn't like Helvetica. We get to Hannah teaching in the school, and she's teaching a a book by Philip Roth called Goodbye Columbus, which is about uh, classism in the Jewish Jewish community and also sex somehow. I haven't read this book. I didn't really look it up or anything. I haven't read it 
probably won't read it. Um, yeah, def- definitely won't read it on my side. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's teaching a book that's, I don't know, one of those ones that are questionable for kids to be reading. Yeah, and even one of her students calls her out on it. She's like, this is kind of inappropriate for us to be reading. And Hannah's like, why? She's like, um, it's about like how to fuck, basically. It's about how to have sex. Or it was like, he was teaching safe sex. And she said it was like a guide for sex. And I was like, what kid is just going to be like, this is too trashy for us? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, I need to call out. There is a, uh, it sounds like a car horn going off in the background of my apartment. So if you hear that, that is what's going on. So <laughs> while Hannah's having kind of an argument of ideals with her student, Nellie, about whether she should be teaching this book, a person comes into her classroom and is like, hey, Hannah, you have an emergency call in Principal Toby's office. And Hannah's like, well, who is it? And she's like, I don't know. I couldn't really tell the man was sobbing. So she's like, oh, I don't know who the fuck this could be. She runs to Principal's office, picks up the phone, and it turns out it's her dad. And her dad is like openly weeping. He is in New York. Uh, now there's two car horns on. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. What's happening? There's a battle going on outside. So it's her dad. Her dad's in Times Square at the Marriott, and he is going through something. And Hannah's like, I'll be right there. But before she can get right there, Principal Toby calls her into his office and is like, Hannah, we got to talk about your curriculum. Uh, I heard that you're teaching Goodbye Columbus to these students. And Hannah's like, yep. And he's like, I feel like that's kind of inappropriate. And has gives her counter argument about like, this is why we need to be teaching this because it's about Jewish men and their sexuality and bravado, but also their self-hatred. And we need to prepare these women, these girls for, you know, the guys that they're going to fuck later on in life. And the principal's like, yeah, this is definitely an appropriate thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the worst reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> she did not. Like, she could have had an argument. Yeah. She could have had an argument about it, but I thought it was going to be a deeper argument about like, oh, like the books that get censored and we don't show kids. But if you don't show kids these things, then you're kind of like, like wiping it up out in an so echo like, chamber. Yeah. yeah, there was something to do there, but uh, nope. She nope. she, she went the route of like <laughs> she went the route of like these girls are going to fuck these guys, so they need to learn. <laughs> Uh, but this one goes on and it's really interesting. Like, because then she's like, well, I got to leave real quick. My dad's going through this thing. Remember I told you how my dad just came out? <laughs> like, yeah. And then she's like, well, I think something inv- evasive happened. Invasive happened yeah. to him and I need to go check it out. <laughs> just have someone check in on my class. Um, yeah. And right before she leaves, it seems like Principal Toby might be firing her because he starts off the sentence with like, look, Hannah. I like you. I think you're very smart. And then she cuts him off. She's like, I like you too. I think you're one of the smartest people I've ever met, but I got to go. And then she just like hurries out the door. Yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah. That's the way to handle that situation. Cause this guy is like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to deal with her. Yeah, man. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Um, but I, I had a thing where like, it's interesting that he had the comment about the book that was being taught. I guess he found out when someone just went to check in on the class or what they were reading. Mm-hmm. But I was thought he was going to be upset with her for like leaving the class to take that phone call, which I think she had to take because someone came in, you know? 
Yeah, and if it's, if it's an emergency, yeah. like, what is she supposed to do? Yeah, but I don't you think know? he was. He didn't seem mad at that, but that's what I thought he was going to be mad about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did he find out that they were doing Goodbye Columbus? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So is this the point where Ray goes over to Helvetica, it seems? Or does Hannah go straight yeah. to yeah, her dad? Yeah, this is Helvetica. So Ray walks on over to Helvetica to check it out, scope out the competition, you know. Uh, Complain, <laughs> basically. Complain. Goes up to the guy at the counter and he's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I work across the street. I'm your competition. And the guy's like, oh, you work at the Starbucks? And he's like, no, I work at Ray's. And he's like, oh, it's hard to keep track of all these chains. I didn't know that Ray's was a chain at this point. Well, Ray's is part of, did he say chains? Grumpy's. I didn't even pay attention, but like it's part of Grumpy's and all. And he just rattles off a bunch of coffee shop names. Like, well, yeah, he ra- yeah. rattles off a bunch of coffee shop chains because he's like Starbucks, Coffee and Tea Leaf, Pete's Coffee, uh, and then a couple other ones. Yeah, I don't know if those were all chains because like, I didn't recognize a lot of those names he was saying. Mm. Um, I think he was just talking well, about coffee shops did. in this neighborhood. You just said you didn't recognize a bunch of the others. No, I did. I recognize – well, I can't remember all of them. You I recognize all of them? Pretty much said? all of them. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, maybe except for one. All right. But uh, so Ray is like, look, I, I don't care, man. Uh, just your your customers are coming over to my place and they're stealing my lids. So what's your beef with lids? Why don't you give them lids? He's like, oh, we don't believe in lids. He's like, you will fucking give them lids. And then there is a shaved head person in the background that's like making coffee. And uh, she kind of snickers at him, it seems like. Because Ad, because and, because Ray's asking them to give lids and they're like no like he says they're stealing my lids he's like oh that sucks that's like his response yeah that sucks <laughs> yeah he can't I mean the, it's not Helvetica's fault it's all of the douchey ass customers yeah exactly but uh, Ray definitely wants to let his voice be heard yeah. about his, and who knows uh, if this guy owns the coffee shop I mean I guess they kind of have some yeah to like. I hate when people come in and complain to an employee of a company about a company's uh, policy, you know? Dude, whenever whenever a customer complained at a restaurant, I immediately went to, oh, you want to talk to the manager? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, you're not going to yell at me. Yeah. Go fucking tell, you, yeah. yell at the manager yeah. if you got a beef. So Ray, uh, the the person that's making coffee in the background kind of snickers at Ray. And Ray's like, hey, lady, what's your problem? Or whatever he he says excuse me ma'am i don't know he says something that is implying that the person is a woman mm-hmm. oh no he says sir oh, no no sir. He, no sir sir he says sir mm-hmm. and the person turns to ray and she basically not she uh the person uh basically gives him the did you just assume my gender speech yeah because they identify as a them they, and them. Ray's kind of like, Ray's kind of rolling his eyes at it. And the guy that he was just talking to is like, what's your fucking problem, buddy? You just misgendered this, misgendered they. And like, you need to get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. Yeah. And Ray's kind of like, what the hell? And I thought that this was a very interesting scene for Lena Dunham to have in this 
show yeah. because it seems like Lena Dunham would be very like fully in support of the you know being able to select your gender pronouns mm -hmm. but this scene kind of makes it like kind of a mockery of it yeah. you know what i mean yeah it's it's like those shows that just poke fun of like hipsters and like overly like political correct stuff but also yeah. is the show that like wants to promote that because then at the yeah. end because then she just like keeps saying uh white man to Ray. white man yeah and i was waiting she says white man at at him like villa like full of vile yeah. vitriol and i thought like and like she's a white he she they they are a white person uh mm -hmm. the the way to go vance what the fuck is your deal yeah. bro <laughs> i was surprised that he called the person sir because even then because i felt like me looking at it, i was like oh that's a woman with a shaved head like just visually looking and then mm -hmm. i was like okay um then it became that whole big deal but then she starts saying the white man or he or they keep saying the white man thing. God, Vance, you cannot keep track of they. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's hard when it's they when it's a singular thing. I know. Just right? like uh, grammar -wise. You know, it takes some it takes some getting used Just to grammar wise. It takes some getting used uh, to. Uh, and we never get this a, podcast. Yeah. Vance, we're canceled. We're canceled. <laughs> Well, I just we're thought, canceled. I just thought Ray was. We're trying. Everybody listening, we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. Yeah. It's just the grammatical phrase, like yeah. Um, uh, but I thought Ray was gonna like push back and be like, "I am white." Like I thought he was gonna say something instead of just like slowly backing out of the coffee shop and slinking away. Yeah. Um, and the and the main coffee person he's talking to is this comedian Yasser Lester or something. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. but he's non-white. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just an interesting, they're just making fun of like Helvetica and this like hipster coffee place and stuff. And I'm like, well, you worked at Grumpy's. Like you've been in Brooklyn this whole time. Like this should not shock you, right? Like I, that's yeah. what got me. I'm like, why are you shocked by this? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, I thought that was a very interesting uh, inclusion in this episode. Um, so then we get to Hannah uh, goes to find out where her dad is. She visits his hotel room. The dad is sobbing on the bed, literally sobbing because I had closed captions on and the closed caption said, parentheses, sobbing. I, and, I, I'd uh, like to say whimpering. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one, too. Yeah. So she comes into the room and she's basically trying to figure out what happened to her dad. She just wants to make sure that he's okay and he's having a hard time getting it out. But eventually he confesses that he met a man online after Googling gay. He found a website called gay.com, which is a dating site. And he met a man through gay.com and he came down to New York to meet him. And Hannah's basically like, oh, my God, Dad, what the fuck happened? Are you okay? And the dad's like, yeah, I mean, I went to go meet him. And he didn't look anything like his pictures. And I left my wallet at his place. And he's bawling his eyes out. Yeah, I loved Hannah's reaction to like, what? You left your wallet? Yeah. That's it? Like, and he kind of yeah, implies like, like oh, when cancel. I took my pants off, like I must have fallen out or something like that. Um, yeah. And he also says uh, the guy didn't look like what he looked like. The apartment was small. 
It was purple everywhere. Um, yeah, she said his. He said his couch was purple, and he just kept harping on that. Like it was so purple. Yeah, and it, it's it took a while to like to really dive into like what's really going on with the dad here. You know, like mm-hmm. he just had his first like full on experience, and it's just not. It's just a lot for him to deal with, right? But to yeah. unpack this, it's he went to gay.com looking for gay porn, which doesn't seem like something he'd do since he admitted that he looked at a lot of gay porn before. So I feel like he knows how yes. to access it. <laughs> Two, yes. calling your daughter to do this seems unnecessary. You could definitely call Elijah. Elijah's your go-to, <laughs> like, right away. Also, also, why go all the way to New York? That was going to be my third point. What, like, what are you doing? Like, there are gay people in Michigan. There are gay people in yeah. states next to Michigan, or cities, towns. Like, you came all the way to New York for this. Yeah. And it wasn't like he was planning a trip to visit Hannah. Like, this is a surprise. Because Hannah, when she gets on the phone with him, she's like, where are you? Yeah. He's like, I'm in New York. Like, I get it for the show's purpose. Logistically, yeah. not so much. Yeah. And it's like, as we see later when we visit this uh, gentleman that her dad hooks up with, you know, Elijah, one of his points about being gay in Michigan was like, oh, the gays in Michigan must be ugly as fuck. But the guy that her dad meets up with, not really like a looker, it seems, you know? He just seemed like a dude. Like, I mean, he I wasn't like, oh, my God, this guy's a hideous person that catfished the hell out of you. I was like, that yeah. seems about right for their age bracket. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like I've seen that right? actor. It seemed appropriate. Like, yeah, I wasn't like, oh, my God, that's hideous. Like, and he seemed, Yeah, I feel like yeah. he could have he definitely found that guy in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but know? no, he was catfish, so we don't know what picture the guy sent him or whatever. Very true. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, basically, this is to set up that the dad wants Hannah to go to get his wallet back. And Hannah's like, what the fuck? I don't want to go to the guy's house who you just hooked up with. Like, yeah. what the fuck out of here? This is everything Hannah said she didn't want to have to deal with with her dad. Now she's dealing with it like 100%. Not only is your dad yeah. hooking up with men now, you're going to now meet this guy. Mm-hmm. So they go over to the guy's apartment. His name is Keith. Hannah walks up and she's like, you know, she's exacerbated. She's annoyed that she has to deal with this, it seems like, because, you know, it's it's awkward as hell. And she's just annoyed that her dad kind of pulled her out of her life to go on this mission. Mm-hmm. So she knocks on the door. Keith answers and she's like, hey, what's up? Uh, my dad just uh, hooked up with you. He left his wallet here, so uh, came to get the wallet. And Keith is like, oh, okay. Um, all right, yeah, come on in. Gives her the wallet, and he's like, hey, tell your dad that I found his name on his ID, and I added him on Facebook, so if he wants to connect, uh, we can connect on there. And, uh, you know, tell him I said hi. And Hannah's like, you seem like a very lovely man, Keith. Like, she's she came into this very ice cold, but she's warming up to him. Yeah. Because he does seem like a sweet dude. One one thing, I, uh, there's some stuff to unpack. One, she's speaking full volume in the hallway about this guy's yeah. gay relationship with the dad. Where I'm like, hopefully he's just like out, out. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like where hopefully she didn't like force force like she's him yelling out, full you know? volume about him hooking up with her dad. Uh then they go to the apartment. Didn't think the apartment was that small. Yeah, the apartment looked nice. Apartment I didn't looked, see the purple couch didn't either. Didn't see purple everywhere. Uh cute little dog, little chihuahua dog in there. Yeah. Hannah makes a comment about that. She's like, Your your dog is really cute. It yeah. could be it's like a fucking toy. It should be in a catalog. Yeah. The, and Keith is kind of like, thank you. She did the thing that is always weird. I was like, oh, so what do you do? You know, like, that doesn't define this person. <laughs> like, whatever its job yeah, is. Like, <laughs> it's such a you weird You also thing. don't, you don't need to make small talk with this guy either. No, but it's like. You got the wallet. Get out. Like, and he's like, I'm, I am I do boot uh, fixing or whatever. He, like, Yeah, he's a boot dealer, boot maker. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's like, what if he said. He was a barista. Like, what if he said he owned... A, like, what do you gain from knowing, like, what he does at all at this point? Um, he also does offer her a special discount yeah. for his boots. Oh, she's going to... And I was like, that's very nice. Thank you. She's definitely going to take that up. I thought it was interesting Absolutely. that he had the wallet in the bedroom uh, nightstand. Mm -hmm. They walk all the way into the bedroom. You, you know what? Hold on. Before we get here... I don't think that the guy is out because he kind of hides the fact that the dad hooked up because he was like, yeah, your dad came in and we just kind of kissed. And Hannah's like, my dad said that his pants were off. So no, you definitely did no, way I more mean, than just kiss. I don't think that's him hiding that he's out. I think that's him being like, I don't want to tell this guy's daughter what we did. More so I than guess that. that's true. Like, like you wouldn't be there like, some... you wouldn't be like, I'm not out, but I'm just going to say I kissed your dad. That would be enough to like like she yeah. knows her dad came over for that reason so at the end of the scene they come to the conclusion that they are both very sweet people keith is like you seem like a very nice young lady and hannah's like you seem like a nice guy too mm -hmm. and then they hug awkwardly mm -hmm. and then hannah hannah dips and that's the moment where i was like okay this isn't about the guy he, it wasn't like some crazy traumatic oh i met some random guy and he was horrible like how he says is him dealing yeah. with coming face to face with who he is now. You know? Yeah. And also, again, we didn't see the photos, so maybe he catfished him hard. Yeah. But even if he got catfished hard, you can leave the place. Like that guy wasn't. That's true. It wasn't like that guy was. Like, I don't know. I just don't. I don't picture that guy as being the like. Oh no, you're gonna stay here because you flew to Michigan. Like, no, you you could probably just yeah. leave. Yeah. You know? He didn't lie and be like, Oh, yeah. I don't know about any wallet. Like he could have done that, you know? Like it's mm -hmm. he he didn't seem like this awful person that the dad was saying, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um so then, you know, Hannah and her dad are Oh, wait, we missed a very, very important thing. While Hannah is at the hotel with her dad, her mom calls. Mm, yeah. And uh, Hannah looks at the phone and she sees that it's the mom calling. And she's, she says to her dad, like, where does mom think you are? And the dad's like, she thinks I'm at Uncle Jeff's. And she's, Hannah's like, Jesus fucking Christ. So she answers the phone. The mom is like, hey, Hannah, what's going on? Where have you been? I've been trying to call you. Hannah's like, I've been at work. And now I'm with dad. And she's like, where's dad? She's like, he's in New York. He met a man on the internet. And the mom is like, oh, interesting. Uh, tell your dad. Are you in the same room as him? And Hannah goes, yeah. She's like, tell your dad 
that I want a fucking divorce. And then Hannah hangs up and she hides that. She doesn't say that to her dad. Mm -hmm. So after she gets the wallet. It's interesting in that scene where you see the mom, she's like dressed a little less mommy, a little more black Mm -hmm. and like she's smoking. Like she, yeah, she's definitely going through the like phases of divorce level transitioning out of it. Also, why was she calling Hannah all day? Yeah, I mean, she she knows or quote unquote knows that her dad is at Uncle Jeff's. Yeah, it wasn't like she was like, I've been trying to reach you all day. I'm like, wait, what were you trying to reach her about? Like, what's the what's the yeah. pressing issue? <laughs> like, um, and I thought it was crazy that Hannah just like completely just didn't lie for her dad and just said he was here. Yeah, she sells him out hard. But save the uncle, though, from having a lie about where he was. True. Yeah. Very true. So after they get the wallet, I'm glad that we remembered that because that's an important part in this next scene. Mm-hmm. Um, after we get the wallet, they are at dinner together and the dad is trying to make small talk with Hannah. Being like, so uh, how's Fran? She's like, I don't want to fucking talk about Fran right now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Dad's like, no, I, I think we should talk about Fran. Like, he seems like such a nice guy, and I hope you don't, you know, I hope you don't lose him. And he's like, why does everybody think that I'm going to fucking lose this guy? Like, he's a pair of keys. Like, I'm not going to lose him. It's fine. Yeah. She's like, I'm just still trying to deal with the fact that you are hooking up with a guy, and I just had to go meet him and get your wallet. And uh, she finds out that the dad had unprotected sex with Keith. Yeah, because she's ba- and, she makes a joke about barebacking some guy in the hotel room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and then that has a looks look. at her like, "Uh oh," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and has like, "Are you serious? You didn't wear a fucking condom?" And the dad's like, "I didn't need to think about that for so long. I forgot about condoms." Yeah, seems very unlike her father. But also, he's been married for what thirty years or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, and he just flew to New York to hook up with someone he met on the internet. Like, he's. Yeah, not thinking a hundred percent clearly, um, uh, and I think and that's stuff that he's dealing with. He's dealing with like that he did that that he kind of cheated on his wife, technically mm-hmm. still. Like I mean, all those mm-hmm. feelings are going through, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I can get, I can get behind that. Yeah. So after Hannah realizes uh, that he had unprotected sex with Keith, she's like. You don't even know this guy. This is a stranger from the internet. You just had unprotected sex. He's like, what are you fucking thinking, dad? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, and then tries to change the subject, I think. And he's like, so what did your mom call about earlier? And then Hannah drops the bomb. She's like, mom called and she said that she wants a fucking divorce does he, from you. Does, he tell, does she tell him that right there before she calls Elijah? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because okay. she... I think so anyway. But I mean, even if that order is mixed up, it's not really the biggest thing in the world. But she tells the dad, like, the mom wants a divorce. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's, after, and, it's after she calls Elijah. Okay. So she calls Elijah and is like, hey, I need you to come down. I'm having a gay emergency with my dad. And Elijah's at Ray's. And he's like, I got to leave. And then Ray's like, you can't just fucking leave. That's not how work works. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's just sitting there grinding coffee, like, by himself, yeah. like... In the dark alone. <laughs> and Ray's still there for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if he's grinding. Because in an earlier scene, he mentioned like he's going to buy beans from Helvetica and grind them himself. <laughs> yeah. Ray's. 
So who knows what this guy's doing? But he's like, Hannah's got a gay emer- gay dad emergency. So yeah. I gotta leave. Worst employees ever. So, yeah, absolutely. So then this is where Hannah tells the dad that the mom wants a divorce. And the dad is... I gotta take issue with... The dad is somehow, like, aghast and shocked. Yeah. Are you fucking serious, dude? I'm surprised this didn't happen like a long time ago. This guy's unraveling. And also, yeah, it's been seven months, maybe eight at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah. That the dad thought that like this wasn't a possibility. Because, oh, because Hannah says, oh, he's like, I guess I'm going to fly back home, fly back to Michigan tomorrow. And she's like, where are you going to stay? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, Mom wants a divorce. Like, you're not. like you're you're not welcome back home, yeah. dude. <laughs> and he's like, "What? Are you serious?" It's this weird. Like, yes, dude. It's this weird thing where like his world is changing, but he's d- got the hand of thing where he's not realizing that it affects someone else too. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, her life is completely upside down now. Yeah, and you just so had Elijah, your, you just had your daughter go to your hookup to get your wallet. That's weird. Yeah, I mean. That's weird as fucking and awkward, yeah. man. That's weird even if it was a heterosexual couple. So, yeah. Yes. So then Elijah's on his way. He he goes outside the window of the restaurant where Hannah and her dad are. And he looks inside and sees the both of them crying their eyes out. Bawling. And he goes, oh, hell no. And just keeps walking. <laughs> Now, that's my favorite moment of the episode. <laughs> he says, oh, hell no, cassette or something. I didn't get that reference. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just was like, he's not going in there. Yeah. So he keeps walking. He walks down the street to a bar. And he's just sitting at this bar and looking at the menu. And the bartender brings him a drink. And he's like, oh, I didn't order this. And the bartender's like, I know. Uh, that guy ordered it for you. He turns and he looks, and it's a famous news personality, apparently, named Dill Harcourt. Yes, being played by Corey Stahl from, you will know him from the the villain in the first Ant-Man movie. He's in House of Cards, and he's also in a show that's so bad it's good called The Strain that was on FX. It's like this weird vampire. I remember that show. Guillermo del Toro comic turned show it's so it's so good bad the show is a mess <laughs> um but yeah it's definitely if you if you need to bench something uh casual yeah so elijah's kind of freaking out that this guy bought him a drink because he's like i get all of my news from that guy and the bartender's like i know me too this is fucking nuts dill harcourt just got you a drink so the bartender walks away dill harcourt slides on in and he's like hey uh fancy evening we're having here isn't it and they kind of start having a uh, little flirtatious kind of date situation like little little banter going back and forth elijah can't believe it's happening and uh well a little voice crack there uh <laughs> well, puberty happens at all ages and, you know. and uh <laughs> Maybe I'm just so happy for Elijah. Elijah but, uh, is dressed so out of place for this bar, too. Like, it's upscale. Everyone's kind of... Some people are wearing suits. 
like button downs and he's wearing this like hoodie he's wearing like a floral hoodie yeah. everyone else in the place has at least you know a suit with no tie would, would he be uh is it fuck boy like is he this because uh this news guy would be like the sugar daddy but he would he be like the yeah. sugar baby of this situation like it's elijah looks like something that's not like he looks yeah, like he does a, not fit it yeah he looks place. like a person that would come to that bar to hook up with the, yeah. the men that have money or something i don't know it's just like the way just the the wardrobing costuming right there yeah, and I mean, it's especially apparent in the next scene where they both are walking out of the bar and Elijah's just got like kind of dirty jeans and that hoodie on and Dill Harcourt's in a full suit and tie looking very sharp, very clean shaven. Elijah's not clean shaven mm -hmm. at all. And, uh, you know, they come out laughing and they're like, well, this is a good time. And then Dill Harcourt gives him a kiss on the cheek. Elijah's like, well, I'm going downtown. And Dill Harcourt goes... Uh, well, I'm going uptown, so uh, I guess I'll see you later. Gets into a limo. Like a SUV, and, uh, black SUV with his driver just waiting for him. Yeah, yeah, gives him a fist bump. They explode it. Gets in the car, starts rolling away, and Elijah's kicking himself. He's like, what the fuck? I'm going downtown? What an idiot. I'm a fucking asshole. And then the car stops, and Dill Harcourt rolls down his window and uh, extends one of his business cards to Elijah. And he's like, hey, give me a call sometime. I'd really like to see you again. And Elijah takes it, and then he's very smitten. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. This is so awesome. Yeah. And then Harcourt drives away. And uh, then we go back to Hannah and her dad walking down the street. What, what, and the dad's like, what's up? What do you think? How do you think it goes with the driver of that car when he's like, hey, pull up uh half like two feet so i can give him my card like what like what does that guy yeah, let him let him sink in to his decision <laughs> yeah. of not fucking dill hardcore like, like you're the driver you're like okay i'm about to pull off and drive this guy home and he's like wait 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 slowly creep up next to him <laughs> so i can give the let's watch him cuss at himself yeah. and kick himself let for him, not fucking let him me. do the rom-com walk away talk to himself yeah i was still waiting for yeah. elijah to be like oh no i can go uptown and hop in the car you know yeah that's what i was expecting to happen too but uh instead uh i don't know do you think that this re this relationship's gonna go anywhere yeah i feel like uh he'll definitely be in at least another episode <laughs> do you think that he's going to last more than let's say over under three and a half i'll give what are we on two episodes and i'll give man over or under i'll do under over under three and a half for dill hardcore i'm gonna go under three and a half because i would think three exactly yeah. yeah yeah me too um yeah but uh, elijah has to have something to do and maybe he can see him kiss uh hannah and freak out too yeah and then dill hardcore and fran kiss and then it's just a bloody orgy <laughs> yeah and i don't know how many people are rooting for that but yeah Yep. So then we go back to Hannah and her dad walking down the street and uh, the dad's kind of looking in shock and he's just kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Hannah says, don't worry about it. I'm here for you. And that's where we wrap up the episode. Yeah. What'd you think about this episode as a whole, Vance? Um, it's good. 
solid episode. Solid, like interesting developments. Yeah, I would have loved to see a little more. I feel like the Ray stuff was just there just to be kind of funny, and just to show mm-hmm. that Elijah works at Ray's now. Yeah, I mean, maybe Dill Harcourt is gonna get into cahoots with Ray and yeah. maybe either try to sabotage his political career or further his political career. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about the crossover of that, but yeah. He could, yeah, that's a good point. Rake would have issues probably with, but he's a news reporter. He's a news reporter, not a politician, right? Yeah, he's a news guy. Yeah. Um, maybe Ray will use that news poll. Use the platform. <laughs> like all of a sudden they're just talking about coffee wars instead of real wars. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, he could just have that guy come to his coffee shop and probably do a little more, get a little pub. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh the Adam uh the Adam stuff. Yeah. We're just riding that. This happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I kinda I feel like called it. Would you consider this hook them hooking up? Would you say that my prediction was right? If this happened between Marnie and Adam, I would a hundred percent count it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking nice. the other day, even if Adam had a dream sequence where he hooked up with marnie i would count it <laughs> or vice versa i would count it it would count towards my prediction i like nope, I, I called it yeah so that yeah. is the episode uh before we sign off i i feel like we got a shout out uh one of our listeners sent so we've had a thing about not knowing the layout of shoshana's apartment up until this season because now she's in japan and we were always confused about what the fuck is up with the apartment. Like we don't, we're always confused about the layout. One of our listeners actually emailed in and sent an article from the, I guess the designer of the sets for girls with the layout of Shoshana's apartment to try and illuminate what we, uh, what we were always confused about. Uh, so we want to send a thank you to that. I, for, I forget the name. I'm so sorry. Do you remember, uh, Vance? Let's find out because we should know. Uh, it was yeah. uh, Devin. Devin. Thank you so much for sending that email. I have to say, after looking at that apartment sketch and floor plan, I still have no idea about that apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that apartment just, still makes no sense to me. It's like a fun house. When you look at the other episodes you're like wait the couch is in the middle but this drawing the couch is against the wall and like where's the kitchen and where was that scene where jessa was uh sleeping with the guy and she was hiding in the closet she was sleeping with the guy hanging out the window there's so many (laughs) and i'm sure like this this article is from like the early seasons too so uh it also looked like a bit but yeah it also looked like in the floor plan, just in one corner, it just looked like there was a pile of clothes. Yeah. I was like, what is that? I wasn't sure what the, <laughs> but air, I do. I wasn't sure what the air shaft for the building <laughs> part was. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But I do, yeah, definitely thank you for uh, sending that in. That's awesome that, you know, yeah. that that information was out there. So yeah, thank I'll share, you I'll so share much. that on Facebook and uh, possibly in the show notes, so. So everyone yeah, else also can on our check Instagram out. page, our Instagram page, probably too. Uh, boys watching girls podcast. Um, anything else? Um, no, let's get to our predictions for next episode. All right. 
Well, Vance, I believe that we're going to have an interesting episode in the next one because season five, episode three is titled Japan. I was actually hoping that we would get this type of episode. This, this, you think it's the shift? Because I feel like you have it's to. Obviously, yeah. It's obviously going to be Shoshana centric. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be an all Shoshana all the time episode? I think. It, probably 75%. I would think 75%, unless it's Shoshana coming back and just telling him about Japan. Um, mm. But if we're here, I feel like this is the episode. It's kind of like the Iowa stuff. We're like, we're there in Iowa and we're just showing everything that happened so we can just get her back in New York. You know? Yeah. So. Well, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple. Follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Girls Podcast. Like our Facebook page if you want to email in. It's Boys Watching Girls Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yes. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for next week when we talk about the episode Japan. Japan.